Welcome to We Took the Liberty, a podcast where we discuss our mediocre lives, ruminate on the weird and funny parts of our day-to-day, and explore some of our favorite places and activities in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm Logan Trent, and with me now and forevermore, Ben Anderson. Ben, we were just talking off mic about the big Valentine's Day spectacular spectacular yes. yeah. shebang she move <laughs> she move um and uh, we're we're trying to brainstorm a little bit on like what that's going to look like because we we have promised the people at some point we have promised the people a yes. big sexy valentine yeah yeah and we have to deliver on we're going to deliver on okay. this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Bring um, bring more of that energy right there. I think, you know, some things that we have sort of stirring mm-hmm. in the Valentine's mm-hmm. pot. Uh, it, you know, the big cauldron of Valentine's yeah. ideas. Yep. Um, A lot of chalky, chalky candies in that pot at the moment. Yeah. Uh, yep. we've, got a, we've got a spicer up just a There's little a bit. There's a bunch of corny phrases floating around in there. <laughs> Um, and like maybe a whisper sode, okay. maybe like one episode where mm. all we do is like sultry whispering. But we don't change anything about the episode. We just whisper it. It's not yeah. specifically Valentine's Day themed. It's just whispered, so people feel a little sexier as they're listening to it. Okay. I... <laughs> no, is that not it? I think I was distracted because. I said whisper. Okay. And I think you said whisper. (laughs) And this isn't something that I knew about you. Okay. I think I was just putting an affectation on it. I don't know. I don't know if that's actually how I say whisper. Is that is that? Oh, now you didn't say say it. You said you. Well, it was very sultry. Maybe you were just getting into the mood. I was pulling a Stewie from Family Guy. Whisper, whisper. Perhaps we'll. Whisper an episode. <laughs> yeah, we want to put a lot of uh, emphasis on syllables in uh, in, yeah. that, uh, <laughs> in that. We episode. just we just lost everybody. <laughs> Everyone just turned it off. <laughs> you don't you don't think grammar humor is going to really pull people in on a Valentine's uh, Day special? No, not at all. Not even a little <laughs> bit. Um, well, what... but thankfully this isn't the Valentine's special. That's right. So yeah. we you know we've got a. You know, we've got to chip away at the marble mm-hmm. that is this mm-hmm. Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to necessarily know what is Valentine's episode and what is just the chaff that will blow mm-hmm. away until yeah. we strike at the stone. Yeah. And when we're done, we'll have removed everything that isn't Valentine's episode. Mm-hmm. And at the core will be a beautiful, yeah. you know, sultry Valentine's episode. Uh, with a fig leaf over its unmentionables. Mm. Speaking of which, when you were mentioning chipping away at marble, have you ever noticed how those marble statues have very small penises? Well, I think it's a matter of perspective. Because, <laughs> like, the statue of David is uh-huh. is really tall. Yeah. It's like a 15, 16 foot statue. Uh-huh. So... Like not counting the pedestal, like just right, yeah, just yeah. so to to scale though to scale. Okay, so if you were if you're looking, so the viewer when they approach it, the mm-hmm. the statue, uh, the genitals are going to be right at eye level, right? 
So <laughs> if you made them to scale, you know, from a distance, you're like, mm, it looks a little, it looks like David maybe needs some help. Yeah. But when you get right up to it, it's like right in your face. Okay. So if it were to scale, yeah, people would have felt it was a bit aggressive. They would. They probably would have filled it. So, so what we're saying is that at a for a fifteen foot statue, yeah. Okay, so at a fifteen foot statue, if we're if we're shrinking this bad boy down to like a couple inches, then we're saying that like a normal like if we shrink David back down to like normal size, we're talking about a hog here. Yeah. So what we're saying, yeah, I, I think what I'm saying is that. Is that the sculptor mm-hmm. had to actually make it smaller than it would have been to scale, mm-hmm. uh, because otherwise the viewer would wouldn't have really taken in any of the rest of the statue. Right. It would have been so distracting; <laughs> they wouldn't have you know noticed the perfect you know chiseling of the clavicle right. or or the gentle curve of the tricep. They would yeah. have just been like, "Did you see ho- the hog on that David statue?" <laughs> It's a fifteen foot statue with a one foot with a one foot hog. I, I mean And everyone's just like, Okay, well, I mean the artist made a choice here, so good good for them. He did, yeah. He made a choice. Yeah. Um so definitely more sculpture talk in yeah. the Valentine's. Yeah, probably less hog talk. I don't know. It's gonna be a very sexy episode. So think that's what i mean though <laughs> okay that's fair yeah all good points <laughs> all good points <laughs> i think i think it's fair to say that if anyone you know has any ideas mm-hmm. yeah. uh out there for the valentine's episode yeah we welcome those um genuinely yeah and uh, we'd love to hear what you have to think maybe we should do a cooking show maybe we just cook oh. some treats and yeah if we don't say anything the whole episode, it's just cook. us reading like a cookbook and just being and just being in the kitchen in general, like yeah. not even just some clinking spoons and you know the shuffle of feet, humming. Us being like yeah, humming and quietly just listening to a podcast with our uh, headphones, headphones in. in. Yeah, it will be a completely mute episode. You'll think that we left the microphone on by accident mm-hmm. and captured it, but it is intentional right right uh yeah i think we got it i think that's gonna be a pretty good yeah valentine's day episode yeah i mean unless anyone else has any better ideas yeah which uh, were i don't like know i, I said, think we nailed it um so mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're gonna whisper <laughs> we're gonna talk about sculptures but we're not gonna talk about the hog we're gonna then... talk about every other part of the statue <laughs> that's right and we mean every other part of the oh statue. yeah and um, and then we're going to cook something in silence. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think ABC would pick something like that up. So I mean, that feels like it captures the spirit of Valentine's. You're right. It really does. <laughs> Let me ask you something mm-hmm. uh, personal. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you'll notice I said, let me ask you something personal. Okay. I didn't say, may I ask you something? Sure. I'm going to ask this. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate the directness. Well, I respond I respond yeah. well to directness. All right. so. Well, then <laughs> let me ask you a personal question. Mm-hmm. When you go into a bathroom, mm-hmm. what 
attributes do you expect a bathroom in public to have? I, well, first and foremost, I would really appreciate it if it was clean. Okay. <laughs> but I know that, that that is a sliding scale in public bathrooms. Like, there are, there are some bathrooms that it's like... <clears throat> like, if I'm at, like, a fast food place... I know that it's probably not going to be that clean, so I need to be real careful about what I'm doing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm in a nicer restaurant or something like that, like I, I want it to be, I want it to be like yeah. top notch. Like I want the whole dining experience to be yeah. to be good, including <laughs> your mid dining dump. If I'm going to spend 15 minutes in a fine dining restroom, I want it to be, I want it to smell of sandalwood and lavender. Which is key. I mean, I think that's what a lot of like, and I'm sorry, I don't want to, I don't want to talk above our listeners, but like a sophisticated diner knows that a part of the dining experience is you have a couple courses, you have that mid course dump, and then you have the final courses as a part of that like it's just it's impossible to make room for yes. more than mm-hmm. two three courses at the most right without that intermission right to dump you take a gentle laxative before you go you take two, you eat two courses take that dump <clears throat> yeah two more courses call it a night call it a night yeah, yeah. and then you lay down on a stretcher and they wheel you out to your car because the laxative you took actually wasn't gentle it was very violent it, it has caused you to lose your ability to walk for a period of time and you wrecked the bathroom <laughs> yes and you can now never come back to that fine you can't establishment. you yeah. can't but you did enjoy the restroom yeah because it, was it was very you tipped was, well so i mean it's course. all is forgiven yeah. but you still can't come back so no never yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> I think I answered your question. <laughs> I think you nailed it. You really nailed it. I just want to revisit one point. Yeah. Uh, I do think that it would be nearly impossible for you and I mm-hmm. to talk in a way that would be above our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yep. I just... we I know my place. The, fun, the fact that I kept calling them just numbering courses i don't know how many courses are appropriate i don't know what the names of courses are i don't care yeah almost anybody would know these things better than we do oh man a random sampling of almost any population would surely understand if anything we're talking dramatically below yes Anybody. Yeah. Anybody. People actually have to slow the podcast down because they're just like, okay, I, I don't I don't speak this language, so I'm gonna have yeah. to I'm It's gonna... some primitive form of English. <laughs> yeah. It's not Scholars it's... are still working on the the whole thing, but <laughs> they're baffled by it. <laughs> so I went to an establishment that uh, <clears throat> is known for uh, hot chicken. Okay. And I was I was astounded to learn that what was hotter than their chicken was their bathroom. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I know you don't. We don't want to necessarily put a place on on blast, but um, is this a chain that I'm? Familiar yes, it with? is. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I know I know what you're talking about, and I do enjoy their food. <clears throat> But it was good. Yeah. But you would you would also think if you're serving a spicy a spicy bit of food, this this could inspire bathroom activity. 
Ben, you've misunderstood the whole setting of the restaurant. <laughs> clearly, they clearly. they have they are establishing a whole like experience. So you you're gonna be hot from start to finish. <laughs> they want you to experience the the hotness of the chicken, and then when you go into the restroom, you're gonna be like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> What is happening to me? But I, you're going to be thankful for it. it. I opened the door to the restroom. <laughs> and you know in a movie when something smells bad? Uh, yes. And someone enters into the space where the smell is. And their head instinctively whiplashes <laughs> backward. I had this reaction just to the temperature. It did not smell bad in the Man. bathroom. But it... In a conservative estimate, the bathroom was 95 degrees. Yeah. I, uh, it felt like a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could have locked the door, gotten down to my skivvies, <laughs> sat on the back of the toilet tank, and sweated out in there for 30 minutes... And come out feeling refreshed. What if you did and somebody, you forgot to lock the door and someone just walks in there like, what are you, what are you doing? Upper decker. Upper decker. <laughs> just, just trying to enjoy it. Like I thought they, I thought they turned the temperature up on purpose. So I was just taking full advantage of this. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's insane. It is like, the one place that you would think, if anything, you want to err on the lower temperature side. I, I mean, in any bathroom, it doesn't matter whether it's hot chicken or not. Like, oh, no. You go into any bathroom, I do not want to be uncomfortable in there. Like, that is just <laughs> not, there, not... I mean, as opposed to many other general spaces where you're, you're fine feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, that's true. But you don't want to be roasted. You don't want to be hot in a bathroom. I no, mean, it's like... No, It's like superheating a Petri dish. Like, yeah. can you imagine the growth rate... Of bacteria in a hot bathroom. A hot bathroom with a hot number two, and it's just, it's not a good scenario. I mean, someone drops a hot one in there, <laughs> and that bathroom is going to very quickly become a biohazard on a community scale. Maybe even citywide. Man, oh man. <laughs> man, we've gone real blue on this episode. <laughs> But I, I, let me just also say this. I'm really sorry you had to experience that. Did you, did you, you protest to the management, which I'm sure was like a 21 year old? I, I didn't. Yeah. No. Um, I didn't mostly because, um, you know, after being, you know, sort of a customer in a customer facing role with my mm. coffee business, mm-hmm. um, I've, I've really come to appreciate the dilemma that most people in those roles are in, which is that they can't solve your problem. Right. And it's not their fault that they can't solve your problem. Yeah. If you have a problem, it may be legitimate. Right. But it's not their fault. Yeah. And there's nothing they can do about it. Yeah. So you need to suck it up, put on your big boy pants, (laughs) and realize that sometimes not everything goes your way. Right. Like a hot bathroom. Sometimes a bathroom's going to be hot. Sometimes it's going to be hot, and that's okay. Talking about your coffee business, I just thought of a a worse, possibly a worse situation is having a hot cup of coffee and then having to go into a hot bathroom. Ooh. I mean, that's... I'm I'm just... Now I'm just trying to think of, like, worse scenarios of going into... 
doing something, doing X, and then going into a hot. I mean, at least at least I hadn't eaten like like a big mess of like hot curry at yeah. like an Indian restaurant, and I was rushing in there or like. <laughs> Or at least I, I mean, hot chicken's not that far away from it, but uh, like, but it's a. I mean, it, it's like at least one square away in the hopscotch. That's true. You know? That's true. Oh man! At least you weren't in like high school and just got dumped, and then you had to go sit in a hot bathroom to yeah. like collect your thoughts. Because you can't even you can't look undistressed after being in a hot bathroom. <laughs> That's right. If you go in there with high emotions, you're gonna come out just a puddle of misery. <laughs> Which you already were. <laughs> Which you already were, Because yeah. Cindy broke your heart, and... Yeah. Cindy, and we'll it, never forgive her. The only consolation is that just maybe, maybe, in the women's restroom where Cindy went to retreat, it's equally hot. Yeah. So, I, I had a thought this week, and this is on par with everything we've done up to this point. Wonderful. So... <laughs> Have you ever thought about how we we learn about, we might learn about like an ancient culture or something like that. We might get an artifact from the ancient world. Ooh, I'm loving this. Yeah. And we're like trying to sort through what it was, how it was used and this yeah. and that. Now, it, there's a limitation because we don't have the technology and recording ability from the ancient world to where we, we have to do a lot of guesswork. Yeah. There's part of me that wonders, like, <laughs> like 5,000 years from now, 2,000 years from now, like, however long, like, in the future, <laughs> that people that don't understand our culture, then listen back to what we're talking about, and they have a completely different, like... Theory on what we're doing, like the the idea that there's some like teacher that's up and they're like, this is what uh, humans used to think was funny as a part of their lower <laughs> civilization, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna listen to a quick two minute clip and then just please try not to run out of the room screaming as you're listening to this. And I mean, I think what anthropologically, yeah. if I may. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's so interesting about this phenomenon is that we are engaging in a sort of like future casting of human development. Yes. Um, and, you know, if we look back, mm -hmm. you know, a few thousand years, we don't even have a record of what would have been humorous. No. Unless, except for maybe public execution. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Which, which was the highest form of comedy yeah, at the which, time. Really, and really we have no way to test that anymore. No. <laughs> Because it's frowned upon. Yeah. Um, but we're also just guessing that they liked it. Yeah. They could have been, like, horrified by public <laughs> They could have been like, don't go there. Don't look at that. That's an excellent point. I mean, people came out in droves. to the, And we're just assuming they came out in droves because there was nothing better to do. And they enjoyed, like, watching yeah. someone being broken on the wheel. But instead, like, what if it was, like, a forced kind of, like, entertainment? We don't know. It, it, maybe they had, like, an hour and a half of open mic. Yeah. And then they were like, all right, now that you're all here, we tricked you. I know we promised we're not going to break anybody, but now we're going to break this guy on the wheel. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, not a, no. Yeah, and they're like, you and can't then, leave. Like, you and can't then, like, leave. Real, they're like, if you leave, we're going to cut your head off, so... 
you, you know, can't you go did, anywhere. So watch this guy get executed, and everybody's like, "Okay." You've made a pretty good summation of the Middle Ages, I think. With that, <laughs> like, just this, like, we came out for this. Now this guy's gonna get murdered, and then if you leave, you're gonna get murdered. You're too. gonna get murdered yeah. too. And so, welcome to life. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> So another reason I thought about this was, so Lily has this little uh, picnic basket that you put like shapes through it and it tells you what the shape oh, is yeah. and this, that, and the other. But it has like a face on the front of it. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me the other day as I was watching her play with it that I was like, imagine that that is the only thing that makes it from like 2,000 years from now. Like they're doing like archaeological dig on like our house here and they find this thing. They have no idea about our culture and they're just like, oh, this must have been their god because <laughs> because it has a face on it and, it and they would to them. and they yeah. would and they, they would feed it and they would feed it and do this thing. And it just like made me think like how many things are we finding from the ancient world that are just like figurines or something and they're like they worshipped this and it's like it's just a kid's toy like if we went like two thousand, like you, you know that it was a most worshipped idol because there were small gold figurines of it in certain homes and it's like no that was just like a rich kid's toy right. like it was shiny it had a silly face he liked to play with it this was a throwaway thing yeah them. yeah and the other thing that's wonderful about the basket is it sings a little song like so also it just kind of plays into it even more it's like this was an ancient hymn in their day that they would sing along with the deity and they it's like i like circles and squares and triangles that's exactly what it is like to their primitive minds each shape represented in a different season. But we do the same thing. We do the same thing with the ancient Egyptians. Were like they built these giant triangles, and therefore they have they worship they worship geometry. And we're just like, okay, like yeah, it must have been. <laughs> yeah. So that's I don't know. That's just like fun to think about in the day to day how we're going to be perceived. 2,000 years from now. It's never good. So No, it can't be good. <laughs> I mean, the fact that we're able to record things like this yes. can't can't mean something good for future people looking back. Right. I mean, if they even have a way of playing this back, which this is one of many mm-hmm. recordings mm-hmm. taking place, mm-hmm. probably at this very moment. Yeah. And if they manage to scrape something up about us, yeah. my genuine hope is that they look back and see you, Logan, yeah. and I, Ben, as some form of cult uh, worship yeah. leadership. Um, and that the subscribers to our podcast as the followers that mm-hmm. we're hanging on our every word. Yeah. We might have just got into another like Valentine's Day thing. Maybe we just do a cult episode. <laughs> I was actually thinking earlier, it's a really good thing we're getting all this stuff out of the way in this episode, mm-hmm. because this has to be maybe our least sexy episode. Oh, <laughs> that's true. I mean, we've, we've talked about, we've talked about hogs and poop and bathrooms and, and bathrooms. A and lot. A, yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. A lot. Well, <clears throat> you have to balance this out. Like you can't, you yeah. can't, we can't look. <clears throat> I know a lot of our episodes... I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I know a lot of our episodes are sexy. 
And I mean, we're trying to take yeah. sexy to the next level for Valentine's Day. See, so you're sometimes our cards we gotta now. we gotta pull it down just yeah. a tad to to keep the people you know coming. See, you're. I I hoped you wouldn't show our cards. <laughs> okay, but it's true. Uh, we're playing like a two of clubs. Yeah. So that when we pull out the Queen of Hearts, it's gonna blow you away. Oh man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that was a poker analogy or what that was. It was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like it was roughly on par with like most poker analogies mm-hmm. from like nineteen yeah. sixties and seventies right. rock and roll. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> or bad country, like one of the two. Yeah. So, yeah. so what's a good country? Okay. Well. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh no. I've offended you. No, no, no. Uh, look, <clears throat> there's plenty of bad. Co- there, there's plenty of bad country out there, and good country the same way there is. <laughs> there is bad rock and roll and good rock and roll. Um, it's just you know, are you really like? I think it really just comes down to like, are you doing it for the love of the game, mm, or are you yeah. doing it because you're just trying to make money? Yeah, and I, I think that's the difference in all music. Yeah. I guess we should start uh, writing music. Okay. Uh, do we want to do? Do we want to write some ballads for maybe the? No. Well, Valentine's I was Day just episode? thinking like we clearly don't care about money <laughs> or making it. So maybe maybe we're in the wrong lane. Uh huh. Maybe we need to switch to the music lane. Maybe maybe we need to. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Lean in a little bit more to to music. And try and make that money. Yeah. So, so, but but we can't want it. Oh, right. Yeah, that's. that's I mean, true. but we can't. but I think you've really hit on something important: is that like the money can't be important to us, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or the music won't be good. Yeah, yeah. If there's one thing I've learned from all biopics, no matter what the medium is, mm-hmm. is that there's always a point where you do it for the love of the game, then you start making money, and you do it for the man. And then once you're wealthy and happy, yeah. then you're like, I then want to do it for me again. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, oh, okay. And then so, that's like the sad part of the movie where the man's like, you can't make good music anymore. You only make music for me. <laughs> and then the protagonist has to kill the man. Yeah. Or pay somebody to kill the man. Because at right. that point, you have a lot of money. Yeah. Because you've been making music yeah. for the man yeah. for a long time. Yeah. And you're old and decrepit. Your arm isn't strong enough to hold the <laughs> instrument of death that will strike the deadly blow to the man. Which is the name of the movie, Instrument of Death. And it is... Uh, it's it's beautiful. It's kind of like A Star is Born, but it's more violent. It's more like a Quentin yeah. Tarantino A Star is Born. Like, pretty violent. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and it takes place, like, pretty far after The Star has been born. Yeah. It's like it's like a supernova of vengeance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it is... It is a stu- which, which is actually the name of the band in the movie, a Supernova of Vengeance. Vengeance, yeah. And, and I mean, they're in, in. Oddly enough, you think like, oh, well, that's a that's like an alt alt rock band. It's like no, it's a it's actually a very like soft country band. That yeah, is, a lot of ballads. A lot, a lot like of a, actually only ballads. ballads a painful only. amount of ballads. <laughs> the entire movie is like almost acted out to ballads. Yeah. 
which which we would just call an opera. So we could, I mean, we could do that too. So, I I mean, I'm not, I am not going to limit our artistic freedom, mm-hmm. or it won't be freedom anymore. Right. That's a, that's a good point. If there's any anything I've learned about like film, music, or whatever, is just throw structure out the window. Just Absolutely. write whatever is on your heart on the day. Yeah. Put it on film, put it on paper, put it on record, and people are going to love it. Yeah. If you feel tempted to revise or review something that you've done, then you are destroying the artistic process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're incapable of writing hit after hit just spontaneously, then you're not cut out for being a star. Yeah. Um. And so this is this has actually been our whole segment about how when we set up the premise that we couldn't possibly talk over our audience, this has actually been our low art piece. And so I hope everyone picked up on that as we were as we were recording. I know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> I think I think we left the realm of knowing what we were talking about, like a long time ago. Oh my goodness! I don't even know where we started. I, I don't. I don't either. <laughs> Man, that took that took a. I don't know how much of that is going to be usable. Let's. We're at thirty minutes, but let's do the. It feels like that's going to be usable. <laughs> okay. thanks to Sunmates for our theme music. Also, a very special thanks to Nick Woods for our logo art. If you'd like to reach out to us, we are now on Facebook and Instagram. Just look for We Took the Liberty on either platform. Thanks for listening.